Moncrief on News Talk. The novel Rebecca by Daphne de Moria is about a woman who marries a widower but becomes obsessed with his first wife, hence the Rebecca syndrome. And while it's not recognised internationally as a psychological condition, this kind of retrospective jealousy can play a real part in relationships. News Talk's My First Husband Never Farted in Bed correspondent Henry McKean has been roaming the boulevard of broken hearts to hear their stories. Good afternoon, Henry. Uh, Good afternoon and happy... Well, Valentine's Eve, we're nearly there. Yeah. We're, you know, we're going to start with some misery. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just little bum, speed bumps yes, on, exactly. on the path of life kind of thing. That's what they are. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And you gave a great definition of Rebecca syndrome there. And yeah, you know, it's not, you know, is your ex happier without you? Um, also called uh, retroactive jealousy, obsessed or envious of your partner's past relationships. And according to survey, uh, a survey, actually uh, by a drug company. I think it was actually super drug. We don't need to mention them. Half of us... Oh, uh, that's a sh- they're, they're chemists rather they, they, than they drugs. Are. Yeah. Well, that's an American super term. Super drug. I meant, yeah, yeah like as in, yeah. Yeah, Why drug Their store. drugs are better than anybody else's drugs. <laughs> <laughs> a pharmacist, a chemist. Um, but uh, yeah, um, they're saying half of us glance at our ex's profile. Uh, and if you're married, it actually rises to 60 uh, percent. So we look at their social media, we check out what they're up to, uh, and it can really put a strain on relationships. Here is a young man who has uh, basically seen it in his circle of friends. Even now, it was two or three years, and they're not together anymore, and it's still a, it's still a case that that there would be things coming up on the phone and now and then, you know what I mean? And it's it's definitely an issue in the in the age group, you know. There was just a falling out, and it just didn't work, you know. But there could be things like uh, texting other friends or. Um, talking to other people, you know what I mean? So was it jealousy? Did she get jealous? Yeah, definitely, yeah. And she kept following her ex and, and anybody else out. And anybody else that he may have been seeing or... Or he was he, with another girl. Yeah, if he was with somebody else or uh, even even with other friends and stuff, you know what I mean? There was jealousy and there was uh, some texts back and forward to other people that would be buddies with him, you know? So basically saying, stay away. Yeah, He's basically, mine. yeah. It's It was a strange old interaction, you know what I mean? And obviously he related back to us and it's just crazy and has she gone away now or she's yeah, still there yeah she's gone away now thank god for him anyway you know uh, but it's definitely it was just a weird time after a year and a half and there was still no uh, still like there was no contact from him to her but yeah he had to he had to kind of sack it off completely you know and how did he get rid of her did he block her delete it's her everything sure that was done that was done from the get go you know but there was a couple of couple of different friends texting and then different pages and stuff it was strange strange stuff you know yeah that is true. But this is mm. social media, though. Yeah. I mean, in the days before social media, you wouldn't be able to do that. You couldn't. You'd have to them. physically go and you know sit outside somebody's house, kind you, of thing. You, yeah. Or you would um, phone. You'd phone them or find phone numbers. Yeah. You're right. Or go to the pub that they used to go to. There yeah. were ways. But you're right. Now it's so much easier for, I suppose, online stalking. But um, <laughs> uh, it, it is. It is an issue. And this phrase was coined by Dr. Darren Leader a psychoanalyst and founding member of the Centre of Freudian Analysis and Research in London. Uh, And, you know, pathological jealousy uh, that a person experiences towards a former partner's lover. And you mentioned it's based on that book uh, that was also made into a movie uh, by Alfred Hitchcock, Rebecca. Uh, And, yeah, a story of a woman who marries a widowed man and becomes consumed by the memories of his first wife. Um, Here is uh, Dr. Karen Ward, psychotherapist. 
anytime you're going out with anybody and they look at your phone and they look at your personal effects with the idea of checking up on you, that's a huge red flag straight away. Now, there can be a number of things going on. So, basic jealousy. But it boils down to power, control, and ultimately it means that the person who's doing the checking, who is jealous, has a lack of self-esteem and perhaps attachment issues way back in their childhood. So you think it can go all the way back to childhood. How do we help them? How do we get them out of this paranoia, this jealousy, this lack of self-esteem? Well, the first thing is to gently wave the flag and say, what is going on when you check through my phone or when you check up on my diary? Uh, In a nice way, uh, gently, and you're really looking to maybe wave the flag. Do you not trust me? Um... I say what I'm doing, I'm genuinely, I, I'm in this relationship, um, I I'm just, I'm just want to know why you're doing this. Now, if the person flies off the handle and goes into a, an angry rage, again, there's another bit of a red flag there. Ultimately, anybody who's obsessive about their partner's ex would need to just sit back, take a breath and recognise this, re- this is not normal behaviour. Why do I not trust the person? Now, Perhaps there might be genuine reasons not to trust the person and they are going off. So we have to put that into the mix. But if it is a pattern, then talk to a counsellor, talk to a psychotherapist. There are a myriad of things that can be done. But the first thing, which is really important, is to acknowledge the issue, acknowledge there is a problem. This has been anecdotally called the Rebecca Syndrome. And anybody who remembers that fantastic film, and there was a modern iteration of it too, Mrs. Danvers, the horrible old housekeeper, she fueled the jealous, the jealousy of the young ingenue. Um, so therefore, this can become a phenomenon. There may be friends of a woman or man saying, oh, you should check up, see what he's up to, see what she's up to. And if that's the case... I mean, there's only two people in the relationship. They have to trust each other. But I would say go on your gut feeling and your instinct and check out with people who you rate. Who Run it by um, perhaps somebody who's a dear friend or somebody who you consider very wise and say, look, this has happened. What do you think? And generally, they'll be the ones to say, oh, you might want to look at that or mm, check that out. But at the end of the day, it's honesty and truth within the relationship that counts. Mm. Because it could be, people are just nosy, yeah. you know, the way like people would be, you know, looking up the ex. And what's just, going on in their lives. What's going on, yeah. it's just nosiness are rather than. than me. Yeah. Mm, but I suppose like if you're in a relationship with someone and, and then, you know, they were, you know that they were like in a long term mm-hmm. relationship for a while. Yeah. You'd really want that person, no, would you? You'd want the ex you to want, be, would you want the ex to be broken hearted and have a terrible no, life or would no. you want them to be happy and have moved on with somebody else? Well, it depends how bitter you are, really. Yeah, well, of course, no, mm. but you're, you've got, you've got the partner, mm-hmm. but you're looking at the, at the ex-partner and going, God, she moved on quickly, didn't she? Uh, uh, maybe, maybe he wasn't so, such great shakes after all. Maybe I've made a huge mistake. Well, yeah, absolutely. And or you, you might start... want them to be still pining after him because you go, yeah, I won. I'm the winner here. Look at yeah. me with my comeback girl or boy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's an interesting one. I think I overall, yeah. though, we need to be content and we should be happy if well, someone's uh, not happy. Unless you're, you know, involved with a total head wreck. 
Well, no, that, then, that is then, that then, is true. You know, like is, I, I've got friends who've had girlfriends in the past, and uh, yeah, they had a really difficult time. I mean, so basically, um, their uh, their girlfriend at the time. Mm. Uh, was really really worried about the ex uh, they didn't want them to go to uh, like joint uh, you know weddings or, or parties anything oh, that the ex they keep might be into there. them yeah uh, and and then there, there, there was the issue with the you know looking over the shoulder at the phone to see if they were contacting the ex and it can it, it can be a real issue and it can take over they can even i remember a friend told me a story of um a, uh, a it was a comedy gig and and the uh, uh, the then uh, girlfriend of my friend if you're keeping up with me yes um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um uh, she was really worried that the ex was going to be there so she came along without saying it was like a gig and then she was worried oh, that, no. that that um uh, that th- that her boyfriend was going to make a move on the the uh, the lady who was doing the gig, but the lady wasn't interested in boys. She was interested in girls, and it was all just very embarrassing. So sometimes, okay, that sounds like she was envy, very insecure. Uh, insecurity, in absolutely, it's insecurity, it's oh. envy, and as as we heard there from from Dr. Karen, it can be from something in childhood, and it it, it can be. A, a real, a real issue, Sean, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one texter says, social media makes it way too easy. My daughters are able to find out pretty much anything about the boys they've dated in the past purely by using the apps on their phone. I think it's actually quite damaging. In my day, we moped for a few days and we picked ourselves up and moved on to the next boy. But these young ones seem to remain somewhat linked to their ex-boyfriends and always checking up on what they're doing. That is so true. Mm-hmm. And you know, a reaction they often have, like they may have... They may have split up. Yes. I'm kind of talking from personal experience here, but they may have That's split okay. up with the person and dumped them. Mm-hmm. And then, they, then they're then they looking at them on Instagram or whatever and go, oh my God, he's going out with somebody. How dare he? Yeah. Uh, as if, well, what did you expect exactly. was going to happen? Yeah, they're always you know? going to have ownership. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's it's really, as you said, it's so tough for those young people because it's all on social media. There's no escape. It's difficult to move on. And when you do move on, it's captured on social media. So... Uh, your ex can see and, it, and then the circle of friends such things in social media but, I know that's yeah. an unthinkable scenario for people exactly just yeah. meet up and chat to someone and put, yeah. the, phone, put the phone away uh, but yeah I mean the, the dating experts out there obviously have an opinion um, here is Mairead uh, Lockman professional matchmaker and award winning podcast host of lovehq.ie as a professional matchmaker myself, I've matched over 8,000 people all over Ireland. So yes, I have seen Rebecca syndrome happen firsthand. Usually where I would see it is at the very early stages of a relationship. And you have to remember falling in love and starting to date someone is a very vulnerable time. There's three stages to falling in love and the first stage being romantic love. And essentially what happens at this stage, your body is being completely flooded with neuroadrenaline, oxytocin, dopamine. And so you are creating this bond with your new partner. But also you have to remember at this time, you're also getting to know your new partner and they're telling you stories about their life. They've already told you stories about that one time that they went on this huge tropical holiday or life events like maybe having children or things that they've experienced through their life. And very often that can also coincide with experiences that they had with their ex. As a result, that can create a green eyed monster. So very often there is no rationale for it. It's just these small little pockets of jealousy that people can get along the way when starting a new relationship. For anybody that is suffering from Rebecca syndrome, what I'd probably recommend is having a conversation with your new partner, 
like the rules for a first date say you shouldn't talk too much about your ex perhaps they are oversharing with you a lot of information about their ex that might help but unfortunately for some people they then tend to get fixated on stories and maybe start asking more questions about their ex and essentially driving themselves a little bit crazy as a result as well what can very often happen and for people that have been single for a long time what they can do is see this as a red flag instead of seeing it for just what it is what i would recommend is clear communication and having a conversation with your new partner because very often this left unattended can result in self-sabotage and what i mean by self-sabotage is sometimes it's easier to predict the outcome than to walk through the vulnerability and it's easier then to break up with your new partner instead of having just this this conversation. So if you are suffering from Rebecca syndrome, what I would actually suggest you doing or someone you are dating, perhaps uh, what I'd recommend doing is having a clear conversation with them. You know, if it's something you don't like hearing stories about their ex or experience that they had together, maybe let them know that and maybe they can watch what they're looking at. Also as well, maybe making new plans together and becoming a lot more aware of what you bring to the relationship. Be a lot more you know, comfortable in who you are and also what you're bringing. Of course, if it is getting to the stage where you're self-sabotaging a number of relationships on the back of Rebecca syndrome, what I'd recommend is talking to a therapist. Crikey, there's a lot there. Uh, Mm. Someone says it's totally normal to be wondering what your ex is up to. This is a person you'd planned your life with, so it makes sense you'd want to know how their life panned out. No, this is a scenario where your new partner is looking back at your ex. You see what I mean? It's not you looking back at your ex. Yeah, I could see why anyone would do that. Uh, There's a lot of she's and girlfriend being referred to in this conversation. Men can be the obsessor too. I've had a man drive to Donegal after me when I was away with friends. Wow. Fair enough. No, fair point. But I, 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 where did he drive from? Uh, was it a neighbouring county or was it, you know, Kerry? Uh, um, because, you know, that will let, let us know just how obsessed uh, that, that chap was. Though she, the interesting the point, though, about mm-hmm. how much, like, how much do you talk about? And now you don't do it on the first date. Yeah. Obviously, that's a total no-no. But, like, how much do you mention it? Well, this Are is you it. kind of holding it in on the first day you, and then, oh, my it God. It really depends. I mean, you know, talking personally, I know, I remember meeting a girl and, my first conversation with her was actually, uh, I've just broken up with someone, and I started talking about my ex. Ooh. And I think I think she liked it, but I think oh. that phrase there that was used by Mairead Lockman, self-sabotage, we can self-sabotage a relationship because we can get so jealous, uh, we can jump in that car and go from Sligo to Donegal, or as you said, from Kerry to Donegal. Yeah. You know, and that jealousy can take over, and it's, it's so interesting. You're... You're jealous about something that's in the past. You're jealous about something that's happened uh, uh, about um, your partner's ex. So unless they want to get back together again, it's it's just mind blowing. But that's you know the figures don't lie. Fifty percent of us uh, do this kind of crazy yeah, stuff. But I suppose it depends what you tell them, though. If you say mm. you know I-, I was married before, mm-hmm. and when I engaged to her, it was on you know underneath the Sydney Opera House, just as the you know. Uh, as the sun was sinking into the sea and a, and a, a doves flew out of my ass for, and, you know, it was yeah, all beautiful. That is beautiful. Uh, um, it is beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I just made that up. But, but so you're the, so mm-hmm. you're, you're the, the second part and you're going, well, it can never be as good as that. And, and the thing is, you know, there's can't. The, there is that vulnerability and people are pining after their exes and if they share that with their new girlfriend or boyfriend, it, it can get frustrating and and then the jealousy can kick in and and then sometimes it can just be the person 
needs to go and see an expert, they might have something going yeah. wrong upstairs, and they just might need they might need a little help. So it's well, a bit that's, of that's so you're a bit obsessing about my ex, and now you've got something wrong upstairs. I'm going to reevaluate this relationship. But no, it's 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 interesting. You, yeah. you came across now. Uh, this is a, a mm. fella uh, from New Zealand. Uh, he was in a love triangle. Yeah, no, no, this is not a threesome. This is a, a love, love triangle. A love triangle. I haven't yeah. been in a, a thropple. Is it? It's thropple, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, what they call them. Which yeah. is, uh, and I haven't been in a love triangle. There's still time. Still a young yeah. man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this particular bloke, uh, uh, he became romantically linked to two uh, flatmates, uh, and uh, uh, this is his story. This is the love triangle. When I broke up with my first girlfriend, um, that girlfriend was flatting with my current wife. Um, and then we got together while they were still flatting together. So, I mean, I didn't really have an issue with it myself, but... Um, she did. Yeah. So that's really interesting. So your ex-girlfriend was living with you in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Whereabouts in the world? In New Zealand. In New Zealand, together. And then you started dating. How did your flatmate feel about that? She wasn't thrilled. She, you know, and was there jealousy? Was there anger? She tried to take him back. <laughs> Did she? And how did that go? We're married, so it didn't go so well. Were you tempted? No, no. Oh, I should leave if you want to ask Oh, it's okay. That. I know these are really personal no, no, questions. No, no. I had run that race previously, and she was the one that had dumped me, so I wasn't going to go back. So she dumped you, yeah. and then you started basically dating her flatmate, yeah. who you married, who's standing right here. Uh-huh. So, And she um, came to the wedding as well. The ex did? came to the wedding, yeah. And did she cry? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't looking. Yes. I, was, I had only had eyes from my wife. <laughs> wow. Uh, and that must have been really awkward at times. I mean, what about the living room, the kitchen? Was there passive aggressiveness? Was there... No, not on my part, because I won. From her? Was, was she being difficult? <laughs> yeah, a little, but that's okay. Trying to take him back, I guess. Um, it, it was difficult because our circle of friends were all the same so we would we'd go out um you know on a friday or saturday or whatever and she would always be there because she was part of the circle of friends it wasn't really until she moved out of that flat and she got her own circle of friends with who she was working with that you know we we didn't really see her that much you could just relax then yeah i'm always relaxed but there was no bonnie boiler incident (laughs) oh no not that i'm you know she had tendency to do it Crikey. Well, you'll be seeing that on Netflix in the next few weeks, probably. Uh, Henry, thanks a million, as ever. I love the term flatting. Uh, never heard that one before. Sounds a bit kinky. It does, doesn't it? Mm. I thought he was going to go somewhere it's completely different with that sentence, but it just means sharing a flat. Also, I ran that race previously, uh, is how we refer to his uh, previous relationship. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.